Welcome to Realm of Faith Radio with Reverend Talks and Akuna Dejuo. This month, we began a new series on the name of Jesus. You will learn how Jesus obtained his name and you will get acquainted with the power back that wonderful name of Jesus. Don't miss any episode. See, the same person who is the head of the church is actually also the head of the universe and is the head of all the forces of darkness. And listen, he's your head. His name belongs to you. His name belongs to me. God raised him up. Amen. Above every name, above every might, above all dominion, above the forces of hell, above the same forces that are arrayed against us on this earth. Right now, here's Reverend Talks with today's message, How Jesus Obtained His Name, Part 2, Episode 3. God the Father raised Jesus from the dead. God the Father seated Jesus at His right hand. And in talking about that right hand, He said it's far above far above not just above it's actually above being above it's far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name every name every name that's named not only in this world but also in that which is to come it says and has put all things under his feet and he gave him to be the head over all things to the church or for the benefit of the church which is his body the fullness of him that filleth all in all yes we have an enemy yes we have a willy foe uh, we are not ignorant of that fact first peter 5 8 and 9 says be sober be vigilant because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour but listen that adversary has been defeated jesus has been exalted far above the devil, far above his wiles, far above his forces, far above disease. So Jesus got that name by inheritance. He inherited it from the Father. Jesus got that name because it was thrust upon him. God thrust that name on him. That name was bestowed upon him. But listen, he also got it by his achievement. By his achievement, the greatness of that name was also achieved by him. It was achieved by him. You know the way we have treated the name of Jesus. One time, Charles Hayden Spurgeon went to visit one lady. She was living in a shanty. The lady had served with some English nobility in time past. And when that person was dying, he had bequeathed something to her. And she took the document. This lady wasn't educated. She framed it, real life story, framed it and set it as decoration in her house. She was living on, on barely get along streets, right next to Grumble Alley. You know what I mean by that? I mean grumbling, 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 barely getting along. Gone, gone avenue. She was, she was in abject poverty. She was in abject deprivation. When Spurgeon was there, uh, came to minister to that lady. She was in their need. People who have to peddle, you know, some almost even a garbage can to live. That kind of life. She was, oh God, it was horrible. And Spurgeon saw that document. And then he asked her, said, I can see this here. May I have a look at it? Oh, the lady said, you can, but please bring it back. I cherish it so much. I had served such and such a new, uh, 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 person who was part of English nobility. She gave it to me be, uh, just before she died. So I've treasured it so much. Well, 
uh, Spurgeon took it to the authorities and discovered that they had been looking for it. They had been looking for that thing. That whoever had it had been bequeathed a palatial home, had been bequeathed enough money to live on, not even to need to walk the rest of her life. But here she was. She framed it. She celebrated it. She adored it. She didn't know what it stands for. Just like many of us have done with the New Testament document. We've left it. Some of us, we've got good covers for our Bibles so that we can keep them well. You know, and then in, some are even leather, good covers for the Bible. We keep them in good places. We treasure them. We value them. Not realizing that it's a legal document that tells us what has been bequeathed to us. What has been bequeathed to us. You know, the way the average believer thinks. You know, a nightclub, they can have the best location that there is in the city. A nightclub can do that. They can have neon signs. They can have all that. But if it's a church, or if it's a ministry, everything has to be shabby. Everything has to be poor, you know, until they came and they said, that guy is as poor as a church rat. Just imagine the insult. Listen, there are no rats in church. At least there shouldn't be. And if there was one, it's a big one. Not a slim one because that's eating and eating and eating and it's full. But, but you see, that's, that's the idea we have. Poor old God. He can't provide for his work. But the devil, oh, those guys can fly the jets. You know, we don't want any of these world's goods. As if the devil made anything. Listen up. We've got the name of Jesus. We've got the name of Jesus. We can draw on that name for our every need. We can walk in health. We can live in victory. We can walk in abundance because of that name. Because of that name. Because of what is in that name. Because of what that name stands for. We can live in victory over the devil. Over his wiles. Over his tests. We can go out and do exploits in the ministry. Let me tell you something. It will be said of us. That the men that have turned the world upside down are come either also. It will be said of us that there are giants in the land. Whoa! We are those giants. Giants in the land. Who will dare, who will dare to take our place in our covenant. Who will dare to do the miraculous, to do the supernatural. To live a victorious life. Amen. Glory to God. Through that name. So we said, number one, by inheritance. Number two, by bestowal. And then number three, by conquest. By conquest. In Colossians chapter 2 verse 15, the Bible says, And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. One translation says, having paralyzed. Paralyzed. Another, the marginal rendering says, having put away from himself. The picture here is that all the hosts of darkness attempted to cower upon him and keep him their captive. But he arose from the dead, put them away from himself. Now, what exactly was the nature of the awful combat that took place there? I don't know. We're not told too much about that in scripture. But this much we know, that he spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly. Now, Jesus had said something in Luke 11 about going to the house of a strong man. And I'll just read that. Luke chapter 11, from verse 21. 
Luke 11 from verse 21. It says, when a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh away from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divideth his spoils. See, Jesus took the devil's armor from him. He disarmed him. One translation says he stripped him. <laughs> Glory to God. Another says he despoiled him. He made spoils of war out of him. He defeated him. First Corinthians 2 6. It says, How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, them that are mature. Not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. Moffat's translation of that says of the dethroned powers that rule this world. You say, if the devil is dethroned, how come he's still ruling this world? Because the world doesn't know he's dethroned. But he has been dethroned. He has been dethroned. Yes, Romans 5.17 says, for it by one man's offense, death reigned by one, or death seized the sovereignty. He says, much more than they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. You see, because of Adam's offense, Adam's sin, Adam's treason, spiritual death became the monarch, the absolute monarch on the earth of the human race. But thank God that Adam was only the first Adam. Death had seized the sovereignty because of his disobedience. But the second Adam came, who actually happens to also be the last Adam. Amen. And because of what he has done, the devil has been dethroned. He has been deposed. He has been removed. He has been stripped of his authority. Laid bare. Amen. For heaven, earth, and hell to see. In Revelation 1.18, Jesus said, I'm he that liveth and was dead and I'm alive forevermore. And he said, and I have the keys of death and of hell. Jesus is the one with the keys. Jesus is the authorized one. Whoever has the keys is the authorized one. Jesus is the authorized one. Jesus is the authorized one. And the name of Jesus is the key to the miraculous. The name of Jesus is the key to getting our prayers answered. That name gives us audience in heaven. Glory to God. That name, that name, that majestic name, that majestic name. Woo! Glory to God. He spoke principalities and powers. He stripped the devil of his dominion. Uh, Hebrews 2. Verses 14 and 15, it says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, says he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver them who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. You see, he destroyed him. Rotherham's translation says, In order that through death he might paralyze him that held the dominion of death, that is, the adversary. He paralyzed the devil. He paralyzed the devil. He paralyzed the devil. The devil has been paralyzed. 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 First John 3, 8. It says, whosoever sinneth uh, is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. It says, for this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. That word destroys the word luo. It means one translation says to dissolve. Another says to neutralize. Another says to liquidate. Another says to render ineffective. The devil's works have been rendered ineffective where we're concerned. You see, we've got the name. We've got the name. 
We've got the name. And you know, we've been sitting by begging for power all along. When, when the power was, was ours already. You see, we've got that name. What are you doing with the name? Are you using it? Are you taking your place in that name? Amen. He obtained that name by inheritance, by conquest, and by bestowal. And that name is the possession of the church. It belongs to us. Remember what Peter said. He said, silver and gold, when it was by the gate beautiful with that man, silver and gold have I none, such as I have, such as I have, give I thee, such as I have. You see, we've got the name. We've got the name. We've got the name. We've got the name. Amen. Do you need to take authority concerning a certain situation? Do you need to exercise the dominion that's yours in that name? You need a healing. You need some provision. You need... What do you need in that name? Amen. What about us just rising to our feet now and saying in the name of Jesus, I insist on my rights. Whatever it is, maybe the devil is trying to assault your body with disease. You tell him, Satan, no, no, if it's a joke, stop it. I command you to desist in your maneuvers. Tell him that. Tell him thus far, no father. Maybe you need to ask the father for something. See, that name gives us audience with the Father. Said, whatever you'll ask the Father in my name, amen, he'll give it you. Glory to God. It's like a, a, a signed check in the name, in the name, in the name, in the name. Let's lift up our hands and just praise that name. The Bible says by him, let us offer to God the sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Giving thanks to his name. Let's thank God for the name. Let's thank God for the name. Yes, we're going to study about that name. We're going to find out the resources that are in that name. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Thank you for the name. Thank you for the name. Thank you for the name. In Jesus' name, 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 amen. Jesus name one more time in Jesus name 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 amen. in Jesus name amen glory to God Whoa, glory glory to God have a great day amen in the name You've been listening to Rema Faith Radio, brought to you by the partners and friends of Rema Nigeria. We offer training in God's Word and in the things of the Spirit for victorious Christian living and success and fulfilling ministry. Go to RemaNigeria.com to find out more on how to become a student or partner of Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria. Please call 081-01-166836. The number again, 081-01-166836. Kenneth Higgins Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria is here just for you.